Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one of the best ways to do that is to experience the great outdoors in one of our country's amazing parks. That's why I'm especially excited about speaking with our guest today, Stephanie Pearson. Stephanie writes about travel, culture, the environment, and the people who inhabit these incredible places she visits. Her work has appeared in such highly respected national publications as the New York Times Magazine, National Geographic Traveler, CNN, and the Oprah Magazine. And throughout her career, Stephanie has no doubt been lucky enough to witness many beautiful and awe-inspiring sights. But believe me, none are more impressive than those to be found in the book she's sharing with us today. It's called 100 Great American Parks. I can't wait to get started and share this stunningly beautiful book with all of you out there. So welcome, Stephanie. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, I want to begin by, first off, offering a major congratulations. Uh, when I said the book was stunningly beautiful, it truly is. It's as gorgeous, but it's also an incredible resource for those of us who want to plan trips to beautiful places. And and even better, it's published by National Geographic, so people know they're getting a quality book and one that's filled with beautiful photographs. So not only was it must have been a treat for you to work with National Geographic, but a true labor of love. Yeah, it was uh it was a great project. I just um I'm so so thankful for it and um it it was written mostly during COVID. <laughs> so it was a great time to really hunker down and do my research on these places. Well, well, yeah, there you go. That was something inspiring to do when all of the rest of the world were all shut in and all. But the other thing I wanted to say at the onset is, you know, our country is going through some really challenging times, um, you know, fighting over this and, you know, issues with that. So I want to refer to a quote that really put Truth chills up my spine. You you put it in the introduction um, that national parks are the best idea we ever had, absolutely American, absolutely democratic, and they reflect us at our best rather than our worst. I just love that. Yeah, I think that's true, and and that's one of the reasons that national parks are, are so important to visit because not only are they beautiful landscapes, but they really tell the important pieces of our American story and, um, you know, it, it, it's just from Yosemite to Yellowstone to the lesser known parks um, that are new, like the New River Gorge um, in West Virginia. I mean, all of these parks are crucial to our history as well as beautiful landscapes. Well, so you mentioned that you wrote it during COVID. Well, <laughs> lucky you to have something uplifting to do. But tell us a little bit about how the book began and what an overview of what uh, our listeners are going to find when they get their own copy. Uh, well, it started, um, National Geographic approached me actually to write a, a book about international parks. And as COVID became <laughs> more prevalent in the country, we changed that focus to domestic parks. Um, and then the, the, the question was to include 63 of the national parks, but then I had 37 parks to choose from beyond that. And um, I wanted to include one in each state and one in each territory of the U.S. I thought that was important. And then I also 
I wanted to include some city parks because a lot of our people in the country live in cities and, you know, might not have easy access to some of the farther away parks. Um, but I also wanted to include some wilderness areas and, and wildernesses are not parks. Um, so, so that's a little bit of a misnomer, but, but they're also places to recreate and they also play a really important role in the fabric of the public lands that, that make up our country. And so I included some places like the Gila Wilderness, which was the first designated wilderness um, in New Mexico um, and the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness, for example, in northern Minnesota. So there's a real diverse mix. Well, and what a thoughtful way to include so many, like you say, diverse areas that uh, so that people who, as you mentioned, you know, might not be able to travel, you know, to another state or whatever can find something close by to really recreate and experience the wonders of nature. But in addition to the wonders of nature, something that really caught my eye is that you also included parks that reflect our nation's history. I had never heard of the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad National Historic Park. So tell us a little bit about that and some of the other ones that dedicate to, you know, that you dec- that are you know dedicated to historical aspects of our country. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because that one fascinated me and it's a newer park and and the really interesting thing is that there are two national park entities devoted to Harriet Tubman. One is in Auburn, New York where she became, you know, where she lived as a free woman, but this one is in Maryland and it's so well thought out that even the buildings of the visitor center are are oriented to the north just to indicate that that's where she wanted to go to the north to be free Um, and so this park is is it tells the story of her life and part of it is that you can take this um you can take a byway the um harriet tubman um byway and it, it it leads past important parts of her history and one of those places was a general store where she happened to be in the way of a slave owner who was trying to catch an enslaved person and he threw a brick at at this enslaved person and he missed and he hit Harriet Tubman and she had um she had epilepsy seizures for the rest of her life and and that's something that you know I certainly had never learned in my you know American history class and um there's a lot of stuff like that in these parks that you you know, it's just like taking a, you know, a 360 degree course in American history. Wow. And doing it in a way where you are immersed in it because you're right there where it happened. Exactly. Well, I, well, this, and I, I, when I mentioned the true labor of love, I, I know you must you know, enjoy the outdoors quite a bit, but also finding these kinds of facts that had to be, uh, you know, really fascinating for you too. It was. It was really a, a really a, a really great um, experience, actually. Another one of my favorites is the Flight 93 National Memorial. That's a really interesting park as well. Well, we've got some time, so tell us a little bit about that one. Um, that that's um, where uh, it's a new memorial dedicated to Flight 93 that crashed in Pennsylvania, and um, it's just a beautiful, beautifully designed park, and it's got marble panels um, listing the people who died and wind chimes that sort of from a tower. Um, and it's just a, a really beautiful oasis. 
I mean that that's it, you know, like we were saying, you know, the, in addition to the natural beauty, there there's so much to be found in this book of of real, you know, parks are dedicated to certain things, you know, again, in addition to the wilderness. So I I think it's I think it's great on all accounts, uh, but the one thing that, of course, again, mentioning it's a National Geographic publication, it's a true feast for the eyes. Were you involved at all in selecting the photographs? Because, of course, they are stunningly beautiful. I was not. That was left up to the brilliant National Geographic photo editors, and um, they did just provide some awesome photography to to you know, as a companion to the book. It's it's really beautiful. Well, when you first got it in your hands, I mean, when you saw the galleys, what was that like for you? I, I'm just thinking, <laughs> I'm put, trying to put myself in your place, but seeing your words enhanced by these gorgeous photographs, it must have been, you know, really special. It was special. And, and like so many people in our country, I started reading National Geographic. My grandmother subscribed to it and I would go up into her attic and go through the archives and, you know, just to, just to have this now um, is it's a testament to how great national geographic is and what, what they have done for people who, you know, a lot of us live vicariously through these books and these magazines and um, they do such a wonderful job of, of providing that. Absolutely. And it's talk about a wonderful job. Again, I'm referring back to a hundred great American parks. Do you have one or two that you're, are your personal favorites? Oh, there are so many. Um, I, I'm really drawn to the Alaskan parks. Um, I've been to a few of them, but there are a couple that I would like to go to. Um, and then any, I've actually never been to Yosemite National Park um, because part of me is fearful of the crowds there, but um I would love to go to Yosemite someday. Yeah, well, I, I've got to say I've been there, and it will not disappoint. I promise you that. <laughs> well, speaking of all of these wonderful parks and this great book, what do you want your readers to take away from, from 100 Great American Parks? Well, I think what I would say is, you know, these places are our legacy and um, we really need to take care of them and we really need to respect them and each other and the wildlife that lives in them um, just so that generations to come can enjoy them as well. Yeah, I think that is such an important part, uh, point and, you know, truly all of us, I know there's, again, referring back to American politics these days, there's different thoughts on environmental, you know, concerns and all that, but really going to one of these parks, we realize how precious our planet is, and you have shown that in this book big time. Well, Stephanie, I can't thank you enough for sharing your information, your expertise, and, of course, your passion with us. <laughs> thank you so much. It was fun talking with you. Well, I appreciate that, too, and really, for all of you out there, if you want a really beautiful book for your coffee table and the coffee table of your friends and relatives, I really suggest you check out National Geographic's 100 Great American Parks. It's a feast for the eyes, but more importantly, it also represents a reason to celebrate our remarkable country and a profound call, in my mind, to preserve the wonders of our land for generations to come. I am repeating your thoughts there, Stephanie. So until <laughs> next you. time, 
This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. Sam, I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.